Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Phillies Today on Phillies 24-7 for 94WIP. Francisco Rojas today, Monday morning. I will have you this morning and tomorrow as well. Dan Wilson will have you Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, We swapped uh, a few days this week. So instead of Monday and Thursday, Dan will have you, uh, or me Monday and Thursday, I'll be Monday, Tuesday, Dan, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, Or Monday, Tuesday, Dan, Wednesday, Thursday. So, but sticking to today, the Phillies... Lose, unfortunately, in the Little League Classic, a game that all baseball fans uh, look forward to each year. Now, since 2017, I believe it was, the Phils did play in the second one a couple of uh, years ago in 2018 when they got destroyed by the Mets 8-2. to um, kind of remember that. I remember I think Carlos Santana had a home run, but those like the only runs. Uh, but uh, Phils are now 0-2 in the Little League Classic. Maybe they should just stop playing the Little League Classic at this point. Um, this was not, I'll be real with you, this was, like, not a very entertaining game. Like, I think we can all agree on that. We're going to get to it. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my takeaways from the Little League Classic in general, and then we'll get to our game takeaways, like the normal stuff, game takeaways, series takeaways, as the Phils lose 2 of 3 to the Nats. Um, then we'll preview big, big series against the San Francisco Giants this week. Big, 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 big series as the Giants are second uh, right behind the Phils for that first wild card spot. So I think you're going to want to really take two of three against these Giants. Um, so take advantage. Big, big series. They got swept by the Giants way back in San or back in San Fran a couple of months ago in May, I believe it was. So series takeaways, and I'll update you. There's a couple of things, definitely a couple of things to update you on um, with some Phils. Uh, as far as injuries and moves go. So let's get the key moments to recap from the Little League Classic in Williamsport. Bottom of the first, Zach Wheeler. This is where all the damage was done for the Nationals. Uh, bottom of the first, Kiebert Ruiz, Ruiz, excuse me, two RBI double to put up the Nationals 2-0 early. And then later, very shortly, Dominic Smith gets a two RBI single to make it four zip Nats, that's really all they would need. Not a lot to recap here for you. Um, after that, Zach Wheeler cruised, um, but that again, that that's all. The, the Phillies offense got going late later. Bottom of the eighth, Dominic Smith grounded a double play. I want to mention this play because Boehm made it incredible. It's probably the, like the best play of the game. <laughs> it's not to say that Boehm's play wasn't great, but I mean, like, 
you know, like I did the show with Ricky Ricardo last night, produced his show, and this was his play of the game, the double ground and double play, even though they lost. Uh, Dominic Smith grounds and double play, boom, dives, makes a great play, gets it to Bryson Stott, who throws it to Harper. Um, it was still 4 nothing Washington at that point. Does does get the Phillies out of that jam. Um, and then top of the ninth, uh, Brandon Marsh. This is where the Phillies, you know, they ramp it up. But Brandon Marsh, RBI single, Stott comes around to score. Uh, Jake Cave with a two-run bomb. This is with two outs, by the way. I believe it was two outs. Uh, 4-3 Washington. And then JT Romuto comes up, pinch hits uh, for Garrett Stubbs. But Kyle Finnegan strikes him out swinging to end the game. The Nationals win 4-3. So, my Little League Classic takeaways. Phil's lose. Again, Phil's losing Little League Classic. Lose 2-3 of three of the Nats. Uh, takeaways from the Little League Classic. So, I thought it was really cool to see Kyle Schwarber, Trey Turner, and Bryce Harper all cheering on the media team earlier in the day. If you don't know about that, uh, you know, Little League team from media makes it all the way to Williamsport, but they did lose with double elimination, so they're out of it. But it was really cool to see Kyle Schwarber, Trey Turner, and Bryce Harper all in the stands cheering them on. Like, that's what this is all about, especially this is what the Little League Classic is all about. Um, or things like that, getting the players there, even though it wasn't during the game. They didn't have to do that, but it was really cool to see that. So um, so my second takeaway from Little League Classic, great thing MLB does. You know, it's still a kid's game, um, even if, let's be honest, like the popularity of the game has slipped a little bit, you know, in the last decade or so. It uh, doesn't mean that it's still not a great game and it's still not a kid's game because it is. At the, at the end of the day, it is still a kid's game. Third takeaway, I'm going to be a little negative here. Uh, I feel like we all feel the same way, though. I hate the mic'd up. Like, uh, and, and by the way, I, just for to note here, I, I, wasn't, I, I watched the game on mute because I was producing the game last night back in the studio. So I wasn't really able to watch that. I mean, I watched the telecast, was trying to pay attention, but I couldn't like hear the audio. So I, I saw they did like a kids cast, and I saw they had the mic'd up. Just, just, and this isn't even specific to this game, but like, I hate the mic'd up. Like, it's stupid. Like, these guys are trying to play a game. Like, especially if like I know LA has mentioned this on the air before. I think that the pitchers must hate like that a guy, uh, possibly. You know, he's sitting out there with with an earpiece on talking. Like, no, you, they, they want you to focus on the game. Like, come on, man. So, um, I hate the mic'd up. Yeah, and they did a lot in this game. I saw they did a lot. Like, Lane Thomas, Castellanos, uh, other guys out there. So, um, but, like, overall, just to wrap it up, great event overall. Um, and it should happen every year. There was a thought. Uh, I was thinking that maybe they should do it like every other year, but I think it's important to do this every year, especially like, you know, you want to remind people that it is still a kid's game. Um, there are other ones like the field of dreams where they didn't do it this year. I like that. I think they should do that once every couple of years, uh, certain ones, um, just so that it doesn't get, uh, too, you know, doesn't get to be too much, but I think the little league classic is perfect to have every year. So, um, just hopefully they can get better matchups because the Phils and Nats, like, of course I would love, love them. That's the Phils, but against the Nats, come on. We knew the Nats were going to suck this year. All right, so game takeaways. Those are my Little League Classic takeaways just from the event overall. But just, again, to note, maybe my opinion compared to others who actually were able to watch the game on TV, a little different. I never really got a chance uh, to watch the telecast. But from what I saw, as I had the TV, or as I had one of the TVs in the studio muted, you know, listening to Scott and 
Uh, Kevin do a great job on the call as always. Um, but uh, just a little different, you know, listening on the radio and watching, watching on TV at the same time. Um, so game takeaways, Zach Wheeler. Um, yes. I mean, he was, uh, him being bad early is like, you know, probably the biggest reason why they lost. I mean, th- the bats still weren't great. I mean, three runs isn't terrible, but it, it was too little too late um, at some point. Uh, but Wheeler, bad early, big reason why they lost. Uh, the four runs in the first inning, he just couldn't get. I mean, th- there was four. Oh, I believe that was four runs before he uh, even got an out. It was definitely at least two runs, but I'm pretty sure it was four runs by uh, Ruiz and, um, and Dominic Smith uh, was the reason, you know, you know, Wheeler couldn't even get an out. And that was the reason why they lost this game. Yes, Wheeler uh, got it together. Um, and his line wasn't, wasn't like terrible. Seven innings, seven hits, four earned, five strikeouts. Not like a horrible line. Um, mediocre, but not horrible. Um, not the worst. And, uh, but you know, you don't want to get too, too much on Zach because I mean, this was the, the first time, um, he's given up four earned since July 1st. So almost two months that, uh, he's had, that he hasn't had a quality start. I mean, that's, a, that's good. So, I mean, not every pitcher, I mean, even the best pitchers in baseball are going to have, you know, a mediocre start here and there. So, Wheeler, probably the biggest reason why they lost, but uh, you don't want to kill Zach too much. Um, second, Trevor Williams. Like, I mean, it was just so, th- th- this game was just so weird. Like, Trevor Williams, they killed him last time out uh, on August 8th. That was, what, you know, a couple of weeks ago when, Williams went four and two thirds, eight hits, six earned. I mean, this time six innings of shutout ball. They couldn't figure out Trevor Williams. I mean, he had the sinker working. He had the, uh, he just had it all uh, working against the Phil's offense. Phil's offense could not get it done. Trevor Williams was just good in this game. It just didn't like Trevor Williams isn't the worst pitcher in baseball, but like, I mean, he's not, not the, he hasn't been great this year. He's been below average. So Trevor Williams, uh, good start from him. And that was a big reason why the Nats won. Um, and I mentioned this before, but offense too little, too late with that ninth inning little comeback there for a second. Marsh RBI single in the cave two home run, two run home run. Nice little tee, especially with the cave homer. Um, but too little, too late. Offense was was you know just too little, too late. This is my third takeaway. And last takeaway, they're lucky the Giants played the Braves this weekend because they also lost two of three. Phils lose two of three to the Nats, but. Lucky the Giants uh, play the Braves because the Braves, we know how good they are. We're not getting the NL East. We're only focused on the wild card, which is also why I'm mentioning this. Um, but lucky Giants played the Braves this weekend, and that kind of uh, spews right into my series takeaways. Um, again, losing two of three in the Nats. On the one hand, I'll go with the bad, and I'll and I'll I'll kind of I'll kind of mix it in here. But uh, you know, I'll start off with you know the easy thing here is losing two of three to the Nats is is not great. Uh, especially this time of the year, you're going into late August. You really want to get, uh, you know, consistent um, series. But I mean, the Phillies have been playing, you know, uh, well for the most part. I mean, um, it's been a little bit up and down there. But uh, you know, split in Toronto and losing two of three to the Nats would have liked to have gone three and two. And I would have been satisfied, you know, splitting with Toronto because Toronto's a good team over there in the American League. And then, um, you know taking two of three from the Nats, but they don't do that. Uh, you know, you lose two of three to the Nats and maybe this road trip doesn't look great, but overall, um, it's not the worst thing in the world. You just, uh, 
you know, going forward here, you know, especially big series here against the Giants, got to hopefully take two of three, or if not, sweep. Um, so uh, second takeaway, and this, I really only had a couple of takeaways uh, from the series, which I always do, but actually I have a third, so never mind. Uh, offense was still overall great this weekend. Okay, like overall. Yeah, they put up three runs last night, and that's kind of like, you know, recency bias. I get it. Uh, you know, not a lot of offense, but um, 22 runs scored overall this weekend. You know, you scored, what was it, six or seven runs on Friday night, and then you scored, uh, you know, uh, you scored the, the big Saturday, 12 runs, where, my gosh, Turner has a couple of home runs, and Stott has a homer, Casty has a homer, and everyone's homer and late in that game. I mean, it took him a while to finally get some runs on the board in that game, but just overall this weekend, important to see the offense uh, overall, you know, 22 runs in three games, do the math. That's like, what is that? That's over six runs a game. So just overall, 22 runs scored, important for this offense, as, you know, the offense hasn't been awesome this year, and you know, it's carried them in the past, but um, important for the offense to get hot at the right time. And hopefully, you know, heading into late August and early September, uh, that's an important thing. You know, Lorenzen has that bad outing um, on Friday night, you know, comes back to earth, which is actually where I'm going to go to right now. Uh, Lorenzen gets the bad start out of the way, you know, and I get it. We all love like Michael Lorenzen from the start here because eight innings in his first outing and then a no hitter in his second outing. But, you know, I hate to see bad outings, but, you know, get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Comes back down to earth a little bit, um, but still uh, hoping Lorenzen. Um, but get it back together. Okay, get it back together. Cool. that Get out of that bad outing out of the way. Can't be perfect. Um, you're not Randy Johnson. Let's be real. Um, so, yeah, Lorenzen gets batting out, bad outing out of the way. It's my third series takeaway uh, from the weekend. So, let us, let us, let us, let us preview the next game and series. So, Giants, again, like I said, lost two of three to the Atlanta Braves. We know how good the Atlanta Braves have been this year. So, not surprising there. Giants probably wanted to at least take two of three, you know, considering you're looking you know, across, uh, you know, at the fills and you're, and you're thinking, Oh, well, they, they might even just sweep the Nats. We, we, we need to you know take two of three or sweep Atlanta, but that's not the case. They lose, uh, two of three to the Braves and they're overall three and seven in their last 10. Now, hopefully the fills can just can continue to get them to, uh, you know, falter in the wrong direction, uh, so to speak. So important for the fills, um, to just just think think about it that way. The Giants uh, continue to play, but haven't been playing uh, or just been losing games for the most part, and you want to keep that up if you're the Phils. So uh, looking at tonight's starters, it's 6.40 start time tonight. It'll be Aaron Nola and Scott Alexander on the other side, as I believe Ross Stripling's hurt. Anthony Descalfani is also hurt, uh, I think. So... Giants rotation is a little bit, yeah, Scafani's on the IR as well. So um, it'll be Scott Alexander tonight against Aaron Nola. Man, Nola, I'm going to be real with you. Like, I feel like Nola, and I hate to be negative Nancy. We're all negative Nancy with Nola this year. Negative Nola, right? Whatever, that's stupid. But uh, I, I feel like Nola's going to implode tonight. And then he's going to come back after that and have a great start. Like, a start after that. Uh, not a great uh start uh last time 
He was out. I'm just feeling like I'm feeling like Noel's going to implode this time. I don't know. I hate to be negative like that, but I just that's just my gut feeling. Maybe he'll pitch great. I mean, they need him to pitch great. They do. Let's get this. You know, get set the tone tonight. And Sky Alexander on the other side for the Giants, 406 ERA and 44 appearances. Uh, and six starts. Again, he's probably looks like he's getting the start here because of a few injuries uh, to the rotation for San Fran. And Tuesday, 640, Tywan Walker, after getting a, a bit of a rest here as his velocity has just dipped. I, that velocity, it's really concerning, man. Like, it's not like all the way concerning. I'm not like panicking, but like it's just, it just doesn't make sense that uh, a guy in his prime, I think, he's supposed to be in his prime, uh, you know, Flossy can't be dipping like that. Um, not at this point in the season. I don't like it ever, but I mean, especially at this point in the season. Taiwan Walker versus Kyle Harrison on the other side for the Giants. He's one of their top prospects. Um, let's let's uh, do some damage to this kid. Let's wake him up. Hello. Welcome to the majors. Um, look, I'm a big fan of uh, young prospects and pitching especially, but I- I'd like to not see this kid do well so Walker hopefully that rest will do him well and then Kyle Harrison on the other side for the Giants that's Tuesday at 640 tomorrow um, and then Wednesday at 405 season finale will be Michael Lorenzen and Alex Cobb and also we'll dip in more to the Walker and Harrison matchup tomorrow um, as I do Phillies today tomorrow morning um, Wednesday 405 though is the finale Michael Lorenzen and Alex Cobb on the other side uh, for the San Francisco Giants. So big series, big series as we're looking at the wild card standings right now as we speak. 60, 67 and 57, the Phillies are with a two and a half game lead. Um, and then the Giants are half game back uh, in the second spot. And then it's the Cubs, uh, 64 and 59. And then it's like a three way tie there uh, for that, you know. Uh, outside looking in right outside of that third spot where the Arizona 64 and 61. So is Cincinnati and so is Miami. And then the Padres are um, 59 and 66, six games back. So there you go on the wild card standings. Important to note if you're a Phillies fan, we're watching that every day right now, especially as we get um, August 21st, you know, later in the season. So um, big, big, big series against the San Francisco giants. And uh, look, I, I, Phil's got to take two of three, at least, at least. I mean, emotionally, I'm saying, oh, well, we got swept way back in, uh, you know, in May, I believe it was. Let's let's do the same thing back to them. Let's make a statement. Um, I still feel like people are sleeping on the Phil's a little bit, and I'm, I'm going off a bit of a tangent here, but like, still feel like people are sleeping on them, and, and maybe they'll just wake them up in the playoffs, and if that's what we got to do, that's what we got to do. If we got to do the same thing we did last year and then some, then we'll, we'll really wake people up. But this team is built for the postseason, and I, I think they're going to have a good September. You know, I know it's, you know, nine, ten days away here, but, like, I think they're going to have a good September. And, um, you know, let's wake them up a little bit here. Let's why don't sweep the Giants. I would love that. Obviously, definitely take two of three, but sweep the Giants. Do that. Okay? So um, that's a preview for tonight's outing uh, and series against the Giants big one here okay so let's end the show with some news and notes there's a few things uh to to check on here so because of brandon marsh being back great to see marsh being back an important thing about the Phils this year is the depth and uh you know brandon marsh being back last night does get the rbi single 
But on the other side, Weston Wilson, who was a nice story, getting his you know first homer in that first first game. I think that was that was little runs and no hitter, right? So Weston Wilson though is optioned back to Triple A Lehigh Valley, I believe he's optioned. Um, just double checking. Yes, Triple A Lehigh Valley. So Weston Wilson was nice to nice little story there, but you know, got more important things here here to do. Excuse me. Um, so Ranger Suarez and Andrew Bellotti. So Ranger Suarez. Um, he's had right hamstring soreness for the last couple of days. Now, this is retroactive, I believe, to Toronto when he was shagging fly balls um, on the artificial turf there. And subsequent testing revealed a grade one strain. That's according to phillies.com. Um, so it looks like he's a 15-day IL. So he should be back by later this month, you know, real late this month, uh, maybe early September. And then on the other side, Andrew Bellotti, who has been a weird, inconsistent year between um, AAA Lehigh and then up with the Phils. He's had 19 uh, appearances over three stints with the Phillies this year, and he's had a 5.06 ERA um, in that time span while he's been in the majors. Um, and then the other side with Lehigh Valley, though, he's been very good, 2.86 ERA um, down there in AAA. So Andrew Bellotti has been... It's been weird this year. Good. How about you translate that from the minors to the majors? But um, Bellotti uh, had a good year last year. And hopefully, you know, if he's, uh, and I guess this is just because of the Ranger thing. But, you know, while he's here, just give us good outings. That's all I can say, Um, especially as I'll just mention it real quick. I'll just lead right into Jose Alvarado. Jose Alvarado expected to return tonight. That's big. And please just stay healthy for the next couple of months, man. I say next couple of months because we're going to get to the postseason and we're going to need you for a run. Needed you for the run last year. Um, hopefully, we're not going to be relying on two relievers like we did last year with Sir Anthony and Alvarado. It's supposed to be different this year because we have the depth. Um, but Jose Alvarado, left elbow inflammation, but he's expected to return tonight after a couple of rehab appearances um, down in the minors. So he's ready. He's ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for his Alvarado to be back. Um, and then lastly, didn't really expect this or see this coming. Um, Kristen Pache initially was going to return from his right elbow inflammation, um, but he got some hip tightness while doing a rehab assignment with uh, Lehigh Valley. So kind of unexpected there. Um, it's a different injury now. But Thompson said yesterday, Rob Thompson yesterday said that they don't think that it's really anything serious. And that's according to phillies.com, but they don't expect. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing that they don't expect it uh, to be anything actually serious. Uh, but we'll keep you updated on that. If there's anything that comes out, um, you know, follow me on Twitter at Rojas underscore media underscore for updates on the fills too. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll be producing tonight's game, but I'll, you know, when I can, I'll try to tweet, um, too. So Phil's set the tone tonight. Aaron Nola have a big start. Don't just prove me wrong. Uh, don't implode. I'm just really kidding. Sort of, but like, don't, don't implode for the Phillies sake and for us. Uh, so that's going to do it for me, Francisco Rojas. I will talk to you guys tomorrow morning, which is hopefully after a win. I'll talk to you guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.